new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to break down Robbie's big win last night, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty well. Uh, I made the mistake. I don't like to log in uh, during the middle, but I was like, oh, I want to see what the GPPs are like for Tuesday. Or is today Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday. And I logged in, and I had a lot of early players. And I, I logged in, and I was first in everything I was in. I, I had, like, five-figure winnings. And then uh, I held through until, like, the third period of Calgary. And they just got all their bonuses, and I dropped like a stone. But it, it was good, though. I uh, It was funny because I, I used Dallas 1 instead of Calgary 1. If I had a second lineup, I would have had the exact same lineup with Calgary 1. Instead of Dallas one, and we'd be talking about how I just missed the Hall of Fame because NHL GPPs are crap, and I wouldn't hit the five thousand man requirement. But it was a good night for some people in our chat, and that makes me happy as well. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Got a shout out, uh, Robbie, uh, longtime user here at Osmo, took down. I believe it was the twelve dollars single entry for two K last night uh, over on Draft. It was that or the twenty max. I forget which one it was. Well, uh, Robbie. Yeah. It was the it was the thirty three on Fanduel, I think. Oh, the, no, it was on DK, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, uh, it was either I, he, the twenty max or the twelve dollar SE. I'm pretty sure it's a twelve dollar single entry. Uh, regardless, congrats to Robbie on his two K takedown last night. It's always nice waking up uh, and you get those tweets uh, in the morning from people who won the night before. So, out of boy, Robbie, uh, hope. <laughs> He sent our boss, Alex Baker, um, a tweet a couple weeks ago asking for some inspiration. And Alex sent him back uh, a Rob, uh, Rocky quote about uh, getting hit and keep moving forward. And it seems Robbie has taken that to heart. Uh, he had, I think, a top three that night. And, of course, uh, last night with the takedown. So congrats, Robbie. Hopefully we have uh, more winners here tonight. It was kind of a weird slate last night because, like, Colorado – had that monster total at home and didn't really do a whole lot. But then Calgary and Minnesota absolutely blew the doors off last night. I know some people uh, were frustrated with Minnesota because the top line uh, really didn't do a whole lot. But um, I think we kind of like Minnesota is kind of finally starting to assemble their final form, right? Like they've had defensemen, injured for a long time. Joel Erickson missed a few weeks there at one point. Um, Ryan Hartman has missed some games. Um, 
you know, Matt Boldy, who's really lengthened this lineup scoring wise, just got called up a few weeks ago. It kind of looks like they're rounding into another cup contender out West. What do you think of the wild, you know, from a real standpoint, but more or less from a, a DFS perspective? Yeah, especially when they're at home too. Like they're a really brutal matchup in Minnesota because you're going to get the Joel Erickson Eckline. And Marcus Felino has 17 goals this season. So like they have three lines who can score. That fourth line, Duhamin, or I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm phonetically trying to spell it. And it's just I, think it's, I think it's just Duhame. I think Duhame, yeah. yeah. They're like their fourth line, like Strom and Duhame, like not the worst fourth line in the NHL. So like they're pretty deep. Like they still have a couple injuries on the blue line, but honestly, like getting Ryan Hartman, they got him for what, like two years, two. 0.5 million total like that is one of the best deals in the nhl right now yeah uh him him and erickson eck as your one two i i don't think erickson x is very expensive either that's not bad and then you got marco rossi probably as your third line center for the playoffs in, in, in next year yeah they do have three lines that can score now and when they're at home it can use that shutdown line it really frees up that top line um they didn't smash last night but i'm sure there will be some other slates in the very near future where they do I uh, want to give a special shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo has been our sponsor the entire season. They help you, they help us bring this show uh, on a regular basis. And we do have a special giveaway through Yahoo Fantasy. So stick around if you're a first time Yahoo Fantasy user and you want, or Yahoo DFS Fantasy user and you want to get uh, maybe some free cash or for some, for some free site credit or what have you. We do have a special Yahoo giveaway a little later on. And I see. Over 80 people in the chat. Thank you guys for watching. Um, if you guys could, please throw us a like and a subscribe. Those likes and subscribes really help us uh, look good for our bosses. They help us grow this channel. Um, and it's just, uh, just a small little favor that we ask of you guys. And click that bell if you do want alerts whenever we do go live on the air. Free premium tools and data up on the site for, day. We, to, for today. We usually do almost every day. Today being no exception. We have NBA ownership rankings, we have our NHL player rankings, and we have our PGA top golfers all live up on the site. So check it out, whether you're playing NBA or NHL tonight or PGA this week. Um, we have some stuff that can help you up on the site. So check out awesomeo.com and go look at our free premium tools and data, which are NBA ownership rankings, NHL player rankings, and our PGA top golfers for this week. All right. We have eight games to get to tonight. I'm not going to dilly-dally around these games too much longer because there's, you know, the it feels like every single game is very important. I, like, there's, it's not often that really happens on a slate. Sometimes you have eight or nine games. There's a couple of games you can kind of just bypass. It really feels like there's something important to talk about in every game here. So let's make sure we take our time. Buffalo is our first game that we're going to talk about. They have a 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators have a 3.4 implied goal total. A um, couple notes here. One is uh, Alex Tuck wasn't at practice yesterday, but they said it was just some sort of maintenance day and he should be skating tonight on the top line. Just beware of that. Like we've seen um, coaches say like a player's take, like I remember I think Mark Stone took two maintenance days in a row and then it's like, oh, sorry, he's out for three weeks now. It's like, you know, coaches tend to lie when it comes to health, which, you know, I won't get into that right now. Um but Ottawa has also broken up their lines. They've moved Zach Sanford to the top line and Drake Batherson down to the second line with Tim Stutzla and your boy, Alex Formanton. Um, I wrote up uh, 
Taze Thompson in the power place article this morning for various reasons. I think there's stuff to play on both sides here. What do you like, Josh? Yeah, so we we were talking before the show about how Ottawa has been is going to match with these new lines, and not that it's a huge deal because it's not like <laughs> Buffalo has a shutdown line, um, but I would imagine we were looking back through logs of Buffalo's last home game when they broke up, or not Buffalo's last home game, Ottawa's last home game when they broke up, um, when they put Norris Kachuk and, San- and Nick Paul up there instead of Batherson, they avoided the top comp. So chances are Tim Stutzla, Batherson, Formenton are going to see the the Tage Thompson line. And, you know, <laughs> as good as the Tage Thompson line is offensively, they're around 50% shot share, maybe a little bit under that. But they're giving up 14 high danger chances against per 60 and expected goals against 3.12. And that's a 175-minute sample. So it's just not like, oh, this is like four games. This is like a big, big sample. So, you know, you you can like Buffalo one tonight, and I, I do as well. I, I just think, you know, that, that Stutzel line, um, it's going to be pretty high event, that matchup. So I think having both sides, you know, the Tops line and Stutzel line, they're both in play for me. I, I do worry about, you know, like Stutzel, Batherson being over 14%. Um, but... It is a 3.4 total. They're, that line fairly cheap. Formentin, 3,400. The reason I like him so much, like even more now, is he gets secondary power play time. He plays on the PK. He has a good shot rate. And for 3,400, you know, he has a chance to get you this shot bonus. So, and if he hits the score sheet good, um, this is a very good matchup. I do just worry about ownership here. You want to go to that top line? I think that's fine as well. Norris Kachuk um, getting, you know, Middlestad or Dylan Cousins. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, their numbers aren't great. I don't know how, what Sanford is going to do for their numbers, but you know, and they're coming in around 14% too. So like, I'd rather play the guys around 14% that I know have been playing better. And that's Stutzla for Menton. So I'm on Ottawa two and Buffalo one in this game. Yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo one is where I want to start here because as I mentioned, I did write about Tage Thompson in the power plays article, um, power plays article up at awesome.com right now, free to read. Um, Tace Thompson is, it's weird. Not a lot of centers are the trigger men on their line, right? And not that Tace Thompson necessarily is because Jeff Skinner's still there. Jeff Skinner can score goals, but Tace Thompson's averaging like 3.2 shots per on goal per game this year. Like he very well could be the trigger guy on that top line. So I do like the idea if you don't want to stack Buffalo on the road going into Ottawa, um, you know, 2.7 total, maybe you want to go to Dallas or Vegas or something like that. You know, I think Tage Thompson perfect as a one-off in tournaments here tonight, but I would probably use him in that line. Like Zach Sanford on the top line hasn't done anything for Ottawa. 44% shot share, 41% of the scoring chances. We're talking a small sample. Like I think it's 40 to 50 minutes, but the Ottawa top line hasn't been good defensively almost at any point in their iteration, right? I I wouldn't expect Zach Sanford to all of a sudden make them this great defensive line. That's not what they're about. So um, I think Buffalo's top six as an entirety is in play here because I think that Buffalo's second line could outplay Ottawa one year tonight, but it's Buffalo one that I'm focusing on more. Um, It is definitely uh, Tuck as long as he plays. Just watch out for that maintenance thing. Tuck, Thompson, and Skinner. Um, and it's, you know, taking advantage of the penalty kill as well. Ottawa penalty kills gotten better, but still amongst the most penalized teams in the NHL. And, you know, if you're going to take four or five penalties against almost any team, 
um, you're going to allow a fair amount of goals. And you've seen that be a problem for them all year. So Buffalo won. I'm with you on Ottawa too. Batherson and Stutzla this year, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a 58% scoring chance share in their sample, which is like, that's significant. Uh, on a team that's like 49, 48% basically across the board, that's fairly significant. So I'm with you on Ottawa too. Um, it's just that it's that matchup against Buffalo one. So where I'm 20 maxing tonight, like I'm not going to play both of them because it feels like cannibalizing lineups. I'm going to have to pick one or the other. I would go with Buffalo. If I'm just taking one line out of this game, I would probably go with Buffalo one. Uh, good leverage. They're going to get uh, a ton of minutes against a bad or on the penalty or on the power play against that penalty kill, I should say. So Buffalo one, but I also like Ottawa too um, as a filler here tonight. Like you said, if you're going to get um, a line that's coming in the teens for ownership, you want the line that you know is going to play well. And I, I feel better about that line as well. Uh, on the blue line, I think, you know, the obvious guys are definitely in play here. You know, your Dolans, um, your Shabbat's obviously in play. If you're um, correlating, you know, Dolan's price is starting to get up there at 5,700. Uh, your boy, the Zub, uh, 3,500. Not sure if there's the shot volume that you want in this game for shot blocks. What do you think about defensemen? Brandstrom's out. So I wonder who moves up to play with Shabbat. And if it's the Zub. That's my guess. Make- That's my guess. Yeah. So like, and also I'm kind of interested who's going to see power play two time. I would expect Victor meat sweats. Mate might get it or Holden, but you know, or it could be Lassie, right? Lassie Thompson. But like, we'll see. Like, if Zub moves up with Shabbat, he's in play. Dolan is fine. Shabbat's fine, especially if you're correlating. Robert Hag maybe has more block shot upside than than Zub. I don't know. Yeah, I maybe some Robert Hag. I can kind of get behind that uh, for you know a really cheap price. Could definitely run into three shots here on DraftKings tonight. All right, let's get to this next game. Dallas is going into New Jersey. Dallas has a three point one total. The New Jersey Devils have a 2.6 total. Um, Dallas played last night. Jake Ottinger started, so it's almost certainly going to be Braden Holtby here tonight for Dallas. Um, On the New Jersey side, they're going with AHL goalies, and it's going to be either John Gillies or Kira Schmid, and they're not telling us which one. And I was just laughing before we came on the show. Like, coaches are really trying to be secretive with all their lineups and all the injuries and everything, and it's like – Hey, man, it doesn't really matter if it's your third string AHL goalie or your fourth string AHL goalie. Like, how is Dallas going to prep any differently for these guys? Anyway, um, I think there's stuff to play on both sides of this game. Um, there's some good leverage on both sides of this game. So I think there's, you know, we should take our time here. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, like Akira Schmid has really good uh, numbers in the AHL. Akira Schmid sounds like the, the guy who is with Captain Hook. Or is that Smee? That's Smee. yeah. I was gonna say Kira Schmid sounds like maybe like a, an a- anime out of Japan or something like that, like yeah, a, a Japanese American crossover. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Dallas back to back on the road. They snuck past the Flyers last night. It was a pretty ugly game, actually. Um, I watched it, and I wish I didn't. But um, so you know, you can go back to Dallas one here. They, if you look in our top stack school, they have great leverage. They're going to get the Nico Heischer matchup. Um, it's okay. Like, that matchup's nothing to write home about. Like, they're not, they're, they're probably around the league average defensively. They're facing an AHL goalie, whether it's Gillies or Schmid. 
Um, Schmid min price on DK. I think he's also min price on Fandle too. So if he starts, that's going to be interesting. Um, he's got probably going to be pretty popular if he does start. But I think, you know, the Devils take a lot of penalties too. Dallas won fully correlated. The problem is New Jersey has a pretty good penalty kill, but if you give if you give the Dallas power play, you know, four or five opportunities, I think they can score here. Um, they, you know, it took Pavelski to get the empty net goal to get on the score sheet, get a bonus. So if he didn't hit the empty net, like Dallas one would have busted last night. So I think people have that fresh in their mind. I think they're going to come in a little bit low owned. Uh, that's really about it on Dallas for me. And with he sure getting the hints line like that, that frees up Jack Hughes, Sharon Govich, Jesper Bratt against Sagan, Ben Gurionov. And it's back to back on the road. Sagan and Ben are not spring chickens anymore. And in the 89 minute sample, they are giving up 15 high danger chances against and almost three expected goals against per 60. Couple that with the numbers on the huge Sharon Govich Bratt line, which are just outrageous. It is a smaller sample but they have over four expected goals per 60 and they're coming in at one, 2% right now. So as it stands, like the leverage on that line is ridiculous. I really like NJ one here. Um, also, like if, if you really want to like get punty, I don't know if you need to like, yeah, the NJ total is coming up a little bit, but it's still under three and at home, but like Zaka Mercer two man for, you know, 6,600 going against like the, the bottom depth of the stars makes for an interesting play just because the Dallas depth is really not great. Holpe back to back on the road. So, but really my favorite line in this game is NJ one. I think you can go back to Dallas one and MMA for sure. Uh, like I'll start with New Jersey three. I'm glad you mentioned them because there's not really like, there's not a Colorado one or something like that on this slate. Like there's not a 25 K line, but there is one expensive line that we're going to talk about later that people might want to play or maybe two, depending if you want a power play stack. Um, and that New Jersey three line is one that I think um, people can use. Mercer and Janssen have typically put up pretty good numbers this year. Um, and you're going to get the third and fourth lines from Dallas, which with their injuries and underperformance all year has really been one of their, one of the big problems from that team. Um, so I think New Jersey three is one of those fillers. Like if you're playing, Edmonton power play stack that we're going to talk about or Florida one or Florida power play or whatever. I think this is one of those third line stacks that you can go to. I agree with that, but it's the Hughes line that I want to focus on. Um, I really, really, really like that. The fact that they're coming in with so much leverage, we have them as a 5% top two stack coming in with about 1.3% ownership. You mentioned their numbers this year. They've been um, really, really good together. In fact, they've had good numbers. Uh, going back to last year, basically. And uh, the other thing is uh, Dallas Dallas does have a pretty good penalty kill and they do take um, their fair share. They don't take a lot of penalties, sorry. Um, but that kind of brings uh, more New Jersey players into play for me because you don't have to focus specifically on the power play. Um, to, to bring it back to those numbers that you talked about, about New Jersey's second line, over 60% of the shot shots and scoring chances when they're together this year. I really love that Hughes line here. Like you said, they're going to get the depth from Dallas. Want to mention Dennis Gurianov got benched last night. And I think in the last four games, he's been benched twice and healthy scratched once. So like, I don't know if he's going to be even playing here tonight. Dallas. Yeah, they moved up Riley uh, Damiani. Yeah. So I don't know what that, 
it doesn't matter who moves up there. It's not going to make any yeah. difference. Um, just watch out for that line combination specifically. On the blue line, Damon Severson, with all of the New Jersey injuries, Damon Severson has been playing a ton of minutes of late. I think he's fine whether or not you're playing New Jersey here tonight. Um, anybody else stick out to you? Not particularly. <laughs> it's, you know, the Dallas guys are still overpriced. Um, I guess maybe Jonas uh, Siegenthaler if you want, like, some block shots. But, you know, Dallas doesn't shoot too much, so I think it's Severson or Bust, really. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 6,500 goalie on FanDuel. What do you think about that? If Akira Schmid starts. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to be popular on both sides. If he starts, he's min-price. This is a very winnable game for New Jersey. So, I mean, I don't know if the, the volume is going to be there, but the win equity certainly is. That's the thing. You don't really need that 35 save bonus yeah. when he's 6,500 instead of 7,400 or something like that. So, yeah, it, it, it really does open things up a little bit, especially with those expensive lines that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on to any of these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base packages, though it is certainly a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal. Stop guessing. Start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's Visionary Series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. All right, let's get to this next game. Arizona, 2.1 total going into Pittsburgh. The Penguins have a 3.9 total. Uh, you and I were talking before the show about Pittsburgh 1. I have them in the Power Place article as a line to use. Um, we just did a, a top stacks run, and they've come up a, a little bit through the day, but they still have pretty good leverage uh, coming in at 11% ownership. I think that ownership comes up even more um probably north of 15 percent, but that doesn't you know even if they're 15 to 20 percent, i still think they're very much playable here um i don't think that's being over owned what do you think about this game josh yeah i'm trying to figure out like who's going to be the lowest owned because people love playing rust because he's always the cheapest i think jake gensel might be the lowest owned of the three or even crosby to be honest with you uh, so i would jeez I, 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 I think it might be gensel uh yeah. Just because people typically like to play a center because you do need two centers. It's yeah, hard yeah. to find. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, Crosby Rust will be more popular than Crosby Gensel. 
Yeah, and like you look at these lines on DraftKings tonight, like Pittsburgh's 21-9, which is expensive, but not like not like Colorado in the 25s where you're like searching immediately. You got Florida one who's on a getaway game at 23-4, which is just asinine. Then you have Dallas one at 20.5, and that's it in the 20K range. And then it drops. There's nothing in the 19s. There's nothing in the high 18s. It drops to 18-3. So there's lots of value tonight. So, like, I have a hard time imagining pit one comes in under 15%. Like you said, I imagine they're closer to 20, even above 20. That being said, like, even if they are all 20%, that doesn't feel high considering this matchup. Arizona has the worst penalty kill in the league. Pittsburgh won, you know, yeah, my boy Evan Rodriguez isn't up there. But, like, the iteration of Gensel Crosby-Rust is still insane. Like, they're very good. Uh, they're fully correlated. Yad and Latang, I think you can fit it. Like, it's not like there's, like, super cheap lines where you can – that are actually playable tonight, not, like, where you're like, oh, man, this sucks. Uh, there's, like, actual lines you can put with them with Latang and feel comfortable. So I think adding in Latang is an interesting way to get different because I don't think people are going to want to do it because there's so many mid-range. Like I think people are going to go pit one and like try to force in like one of those 15 K top lines. So I think adding in Latang is a nice way to get different. You want to go to pit two or even pit three. Like, I think that's fine. Like if you think the game's going to be like a blowout, kind of like how Minnesota was yesterday, I think getting like some, you know, Heinen Kapanen, not a bad idea or some Rodriguez Carter, not a bad idea. Like, yeah, the minutes on Carter Rodriguez are a bit worrisome, but if this game does get out of hand, I would imagine they see a little bit of a bump. So in MME, I think you can bump up pit two and pit three a little bit just from, you know, if you think it's going to be a blah, but I'm all about pit one in this game. This is a great spot. One of the best on the night, if not the best. So pit one for me on the um, Arizona side, like they're, normal quote-unquote shutdown line is out tonight like they're hurt or on the COVID list not that like that makes a huge difference but like I like going to Keller Boyd Schmaltz like in MME not definitely not in one to three but like they're cheap enough where you can get a little bit over the field like even in 20 max going one to 20 like you're gonna get like four times the field there I think you know it, it's a very low total on the road but they have been okay. So, you know, Schmaltz being 2,700, Boyd is 3K. Like, just from a price perspective, like, getting in, you know, if you want to play Florida one, you can get them in with that Arizona second line. And, you know, Keller's been their best player. So, you know, not super thrilled about anything on Arizona one to three or even close to 20. But, like, the more lines you build, I think you can have a little bit of Arizona. Yeah, it's – I was I was looking earlier to see if this was Phil Phil Kessel's first return to Pittsburgh because you know like you know the COVID season 2019-20 was cut short and then 2021 was a weird year. Now it's actually his second game, so I don't know if we can do the whole revenge narrative thing. And I'm wondering how they match up here too. Like, do they send out Crosby out against Kessel, or do they send out Crosby out against Keller? My guess is that it's the Keller line. Um, it just it does make a difference because I'd rather have you know, that Malkin matchup on the second line um, than, than the Pittsburgh top line. But obviously I'm fine with Pittsburgh one in this game. Like I said, I have them written up in my power plays article from this morning. What I said, uh, the Coyote, what I said in that article is since Christmas, the Coyotes are near the bottom 
in every penalty penalty kill metric except uh, for actual goals against, and that's because their goaltending has just been outstanding. You can't rely on outstanding goaltending on the penalty kill. It just doesn't last. Let, let me believe you. It just doesn't last. So uh, Pittsburgh, power play stack, Pittsburgh won, something like that. That's where I am. I'm not super high on Arizona. Um, I just think Schmaltz is going to go into the teeth of that matchup. Like, I get playing them. I just... I think in 150, I'd get there. I don't even know if in 20 max, I'm going to get there tonight. Yeah. Um, it's it's just, I, th- I think there are other lines kind of around that spot that I would rather play. Um, like That's we'll fair. talk about one in a game, in a couple of games from now, like Philly too. I think I'd rather play Philly too uh, in that spot. But anyway, I, yeah. yeah. That's, no, that's my thought on that thing. Uh, yeah. Looking at the blue line, not a whole lot I want from this blue line really on either side. Like, I guess Janice Moser stuffed under 3K might be fine for Arizona. Um, you know, same thing with, um, you know, Goss's Bears price has come down quite a bit, but, and he's on power play one, but I just don't really like any defenseman. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, not, I don't really am thrilled about anything outside of correlating with Tang. Like people play Brian Dumoulin just because he gets so many minutes. He doesn't do too much with those minutes, but sometimes he does. Maybe it's a Dumoulin night, but like, I don't know. I'd probably just stick to correlating with Latang. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, let's move along to the next game. Vegas, 2.6 implied goal total. They're going to Carolina. The Hurricanes have a three and a half implied goal total. Uh, Vegas missing uh, Riley Smith, obviously still missing. I shouldn't say that because they had a bunch of guys travel with them uh, on this trip, right? Like Mark Stone traveled with them. Max Pacioretty traveled with them. So, on any given night, any of these players could return, but Pacioretty, Stone, Smith expected out. Um, they have a couple defensemen missing from the lineup, even though uh, Shea Theodore and Alex Pietrangelo are still expected to play. Uh, Tuvo Teravainen is a game-time decision. They're saying he's going to take warm-ups, but as one of the beat writers noted, he took warm-ups in a game over the weekend and then didn't play. So even if he's in warmups, there's no guarantee that he'll play tonight. And that's a pretty big note in a game worth a 3.4 total. What do you think, Josh? Yeah. At least it's a seven o'clock. I thought this game got flexed to 7.30 Eastern, but it's, it's at seven. It kind of is a big deal because I'm trying to figure out who moves up. And I should remember, it was probably going to be Nito Niederreiter. I yeah, would imagine. it would be Nino. So... As it stands, like, Ajo is probably going to get the Carlson line. Just, all right, you know, that's fine. I I think I prefer Carolina 1 to Carolina 2 of Teravine in place. And I, I'll just, like, for a number of reasons. Like, Andrei Svechnikov's price is broken on DraftKings. He's 4,600. I couldn't They're, believe that this yeah. morning. What is going on? That had to be a fat finger mistake. Yeah, somebody mentioned that in chat earlier. What's with the cheap price on Sveshnikov? I just let it go because I don't have an answer. Yeah. I'm like, I know Jake's going to watch this segment and just smile, but like they're going to get the Stevenson matchup and the Stevenson Dadnoff Wild Bill Carrier line. They've had their numbers are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, I don't get it. I know they got shut out or they won one nothing yesterday, but their numbers are so good. I just, I don't want to play a line coming in, you know, double digits, getting a very good, but getting a pretty bad matchup. Like, I, I think I'd rather go to Ajo, Teravine, and Yar- Jarvis here. Like, Teravine's price is down to 5,100. Ajo's been in the AKs. Jarvis is 3,300. So, like, you're not much more expensive than that Trocheck line. 
uh, and they're in a little bit better matchup. Like Riley Smith is a pretty good two-way uh, forward. Matias Yanmark at this point in his career, not, not great defensively. So I think going to Ajo Teravainen, assuming he's in, and Jarvis is where I want to go in Carolina. If Teravainen's out and, you know, Niederreiter moves up there, that could be an interesting, like, extremely low uh, three-man if it is Niederreiter because, you know, chances are, like, Teravainen's going to take the warm-ups and we won't know until, like, two minutes before lock if he's in or out. So, like, if you're in front of the computer and want to scramble and he's out and you want to scramble in some Niederreiter, Ajo, Jarvis, I think that's going to be a really, really, really low-owned three-man. But, you know, if you want to play Carolina, too, I just think that's fine. Like, I, I kind of like the stevenson dadenoff carrier matchup as a filler on that side. So, uh, for this game, I'm Carolina 1, assuming t- uh, Turbo's in, and, you know, the Stevenson line on Vegas. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Carolina here because, you know, as uh, Josh Anderson, got to get this win, message uh, mentioned in chat, um, Steven Lorenz has been moved up to the top line before. I still think it would be Nino Niederreiter, but it makes a difference because if you look at the pricing, uh, Tara Vinen is f- on DraftKings, sorry. Tara Vinen is 5,100, Niederreiter's 3,600, and Lorenz is 2,500. Like, there's over $1,000 separating all those players, so it's not like, you know, you can just straight swap one to the other and just move along. I mean, you could, but then you're leaving a lot of salary on the table. So, like, I think it's really tough to say exactly what to do here. I imagine a lot of people, are, like you said, are just going to play Carolina too. One, because they're so cheap. Uh, and two, because you know exactly what the line combination is going to be. Like, I think something you can do is, you know, play – Aho and Jarvis and then put a defenseman or something like that in your utility. And then, you know, if you need to swap out, you can, if you don't want to, uh, then you can just go with a defenseman in the util, which is obviously just fine. Um, I think there are definite ways to get unique with Carolina, uh, not even unique, but just to slam them in and to have them low owned. Uh, it's just going to take some work at warm up, and it's whether or not people want to scramble you know, and try to fix 20 lines in five minutes or something like that. Cause you may have to do that here tonight. So I still like Carolina one, almost regardless of the iteration here. Um, Carolina two, obviously just fine as well on the Vegas side, probably nothing for me. Um, I kind of like that. The, the old misfit line, the Carlson uh, Marcia. So Smith line, they're coming in with very good leverage. One thing I, that really bothers me is Marcia's price. And I get it because he's been shooting a lot, but man, 7,200, he's only $700 in Kyle Connor. And Kyle Connor is by far the best winger play on this entire slate. Uh, like, I want to play that Vegas line, but it's only if I play them entirely as a trio. Like, I'm not just playing Carlson Marcheseau or something like that. I think Marcheseau's price is just way too high. It's ridiculous for what he's actually done. Uh, he's had a good season. Don't get me wrong but he's not Jake Gensel. He's not Kyle Connor and he's not anywhere as close to Jonathan Huberto. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Would you rather play 7,200 Marshall or 6,400 Brian Rust? Like, come on. Right. I, I'd rather play, or 4,800, whatever Andre Sveshnikov, like his yeah. price is just completely broken. I don't know if they've moved it in a month. Um, <laughs> he, he was 7,200 yesterday too. Like I, I, I like that line. It's just, his price is completely broken on DraftKings. So then do with that what you will. On the blue line, uh, I think there's guys that we can play here from both sides, especially with the injuries, you know, to Martinez and White Cloud and all that. So 
Um, I think uh, Alex Petrangelo, I honestly think Petrangelo at 7K makes sense because he's a he's a double bonus threat tonight, I think, for, for sure. Uh, you know, Shea Theodore, 6,200, just fine. Um, is there any cheaper Vegas defenseman that you're specifically targeting here? What do you like? I don't mind Nick Haig. It's just, I don't know, because yesterday I said, you know, Dylan Coughlin, if Alec Martinez is out, but then I forgot Haig came back in. Like, we don't, like, Alec Martinez traveled, so he could theoretically be in tonight. So I think I'm just going to stick to Shea and Petrangelo, just because, like, Carolina takes a ton of penalties. So I want that power play time, and they're obviously their best guys. Like, if you want, the thing is, like, Okay, maybe Braden McNabb at 3K because Carolina is a high shot team. So McNabb could definitely get the block bonus, but I'd rather spend up. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including the NFL $500,000 Sunday Baller with 100 k to first, and $50,000 everyone wins playoff special. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, next game. Philly, 2.1 implied goal total going into New York. The Islanders have a 3.1 implied goal total. One of those depth lines that I mentioned earlier that uh, we could play in around the 10K mark is uh, that Philly two line that I did mention, uh, Konechny, Lindblom, Lawton coming in at 11,100 on DraftKings. They're one of the lines I'm looking at, but obviously this isn't a great matchup. They're a back-to-back on the road. The Islanders have a high total, so there might be something to play up and down their own lineup. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, you know, uh, Hart started yesterday, so it's probably our boy Party Marty in that for the Flyers. And the Islanders at home will send out J.G. Pajot against the top comp. So he's going to see, you know, Claude Giroux, that line. That frees up Barzell Lee and uh, your boy, Austin Cesarnik, going up against probably Morgan Frost, Max Willman, and Jerry Mayhew. So that that is a really, really good matchup for Islanders 1 here. Um, the problem is, like, what has happened to Andrews Lee? Like injuries maybe have caught up to him in his well, career. He's gonna... Yeah, I remember he did have that catastrophic knee injury last yeah, that year. That was brutal. That yeah, was ugly. He missed almost the, yeah. he missed the, the, the entire season from that injury onward. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he's not all the way back yet. Yeah. Um, the good news is he's only 4,300. Barzell's 5,600. Cesarnik's min price. Barzell and Lee are on the top power play. So, you know, I, I really like Islanders one here. And they're coming in, you know, about half of the ownership of this Islanders second line, Bavillier, Nelson, Bailey, who's going to get the Lawton connecting Lindblom matchup, which like, like to the, to the eyes, like, Oh, that's a really good matchup for Islanders too. But you dig into their numbers a little bit and you mentioned it since Christmas, they've actually, the Lawton line has been very good. I'll let you say those numbers. So, you know, and the, the Islanders just have not been a good team. Like, I'm sorry. Like they're just not good. They've been bad defensively. They've, they've had just 
they've disappeared offensively at times. So I think for me, like, I think, you know, Islanders one for me is fine. Um, Islanders two coming in at almost 13%. Like I just want, I just don't want anything to do with them. If Brock Nelson beats me, Brock Nelson beats me. Like, that's just, that's just the attitude I have to have. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh man, I have to play them. Cause I like, that's where it gets you in trouble in GFS. Like group think is like some of the worst things in the world for GFS. I don't like the line. I'm not going to play him. I'm going to go to Lee Barzell Cesarnik in the bottom six matchup and hope, you know, Anders Lee, you know, tips a shot in on the power play. Like he's known for like Islanders fans remind you all the time, especially Rangers fans, but Chris Kreider best net front in the NHL. Uh, sorry, I know you're a Habs fan. We had the Kreider running price thing yesterday. We all let it go. Woosaw, captain, remember your pressure points. But for me, <laughs> Islanders won. Um, I honestly, like I said it yesterday, I do like the two-man of Konechny Lindblom. If you want to add in um, Lawton, he's not going to kill you. He doesn't get power play time. But Travis Konechny, Oscar Lindblom for 8K is a, is a solid two-man, getting that Nelson Bavillier bailey matchup, which honestly has not been that good. Yeah, it's, it's the Philly two line I want to talk about. And you mentioned how good their numbers have been. This is what they've done since Christmas. 71 shot attempts per 60 minutes with a 50%, 56% shot share. 39 scoring chances per 60 minutes with 58% uh, share of the scoring chances. They've been really, really good. Um, you know, and they're cheap. Like, you don't need this line to score four goals, right? Or three or three goals even. Uh, to have some value, uh, you can you just need a couple goals out of them. You know, maybe connect me and assist in the shot bonus. The other two guys score whatever, uh, whatever you have there. So uh, you mentioned that Islanders second line. The nicest thing you can say about that Islanders second line is their break even in their last forty minutes, which is you know three or four games worth. They've been playing well for a week. Like that's the nicest thing you can say about them at this point. So I think Philly too. Uh, definitely is a nice filler here tonight uh, for your super expensive Edmontons or Florida's or Pittsburgh's or what have you. Uh, but it is Islanders one that I wrote up in the power plays article. Uh, it is Islanders one. That is my favorite line in this game. They are coming in a little bit over owned, but I mentioned Austin Sarnik. I think he's a, an underrated player. He's good defensively. He's a good playmaker. Um, you know, you mentioned Lee, his problems this year, he has had his problems, but uh, at his price, he doesn't need two goals anymore, like to have significant uh, DFS value. One goal and a few shots really gets us there, right? So um, Barzal, Lee, Czarnik, like them against the depth of – that's the other thing to mention here. They don't match top lines, like you said. They're going to get the bottom six. So Islanders one, Philly two. On the blue line, Noah Dobson's price just completely fell off the map, um, down to 40 – I think it dropped $1,000 in one game, so – yeah, I'll take some uh, Noah Dobson or maybe Adam Pellet for 2900 What do you think? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, if you need a punt like that top pair of Pellick Mayfield is completely fine. Uh, but, you know, if you're playing Islanders, one especially, no Dobson definitely makes sense. And yep. on the flyer side, Justin Braun maybe for some block shots, but I'm not itching to get some flyers. You know, it's funny because Mike is our producer yesterday is a Flyers fan. Of course, we had nice things to say about the Flyers today. He's nowhere to be found. Tyler's behind the glass moving the cameras around. So poor Mike. Yeah, poor Mike. Maybe we should uh, clip some of the nice things that we're saying so he can see them on on Twitter or something like that. Uh, Next game, Florida, three and a half implied goal total going into Winnipeg. The Jets have a 2.9 implied goal total. All right, this is uh, this is a big one because we have the Florida top line as um, one of the best lines on the entire slate. In fact, we have the Florida top line as the second highest top two stack percentage on the entire slate. But they're 23,400 as a three-man unit on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, uh, a little bit more reasonable at 24700 Um Coming in with great leverage. They're going to get uh, the Winnipeg top line as a matchup. And I don't know if people have seen uh, Blake Wheeler's defensive numbers over the last couple of years, but boy, oh boy, are they bad. I get the exorbitant price here, Josh. I'm feeling very tempted just to make a bunch of mix and match Florida one lineups. What do you think about this game? I wish like Florida one was coming in double digits so I could just be like, fade, we're done. But, like <laughs> the Florida Panthers are not a great road team. They have injuries. This is their getaway game. They've been on a long road trip, but they're going to get arguably the worst defensive top line in the NHL. <laughs> like Shifley and Wheeler together are, I don't even know the active. They're just so like Wheeler is just dustier than my ceiling fan right now on defense. So like it does make some sense, especially at their one and a half, 2% ownership to get some Florida one in here. I don't know if Bennett's confirmed out or he's not playing or he is playing. Like he's probably, I think he's a game time decision. He's definitely banged up, but um if it is Huberto, Barkov, Duclair, I think, you know, because there's so many cheap lines today, I think, you know, especially in MME, in one to three, like, I don't know if you need to play them. Getaway games worry me. Bad road teams worry me. But it is a 3.5 total. So if you're if you're 20 maxing and you have two of 10 far to one, you're going to be like five times the field. And they're getting an elite matchup here. Um, you know, Winnipeg's penalty kill, still not great, but not awful. But, like, again, that's more reason to play Florida one. So I I think, you know, just from a leverage standpoint, Florida one makes a lot of sense tonight. One to three, you know, you're going to have to figure out if you can get comfortable with all the X factors, putting them in or or whatever. But I I definitely do like Florida one. On the Winnipeg side, um, 
you know, Shifley Wheeler cop going into that matchup. Like, I, I just don't want to play them. Like Barkov honestly should run them over, you know, forget like all the happenstance, like road getaway game, this and that, you know, this is advantage far to one. I do really like Winnipeg two here, Kyle Connor, Dubois, um, Perfetti. Uh, Perfetti's not on the, the power play with Dubois and Connor, but for 2,900, and his, you know, pedigree, I think, you know, full stack in Winnipeg too here. It's perfectly fine. Bennett, if he's in, is banged up. Verhage is a good two-way forward. Owen Tippett, nothing there really. And then if Bennett's out, like that moves Lundell up or Reinhardt up, and that just, you know, hurts them even more. So Winnipeg two for me. Far to one, yeah. It's just there's a lot of factors in one to three lineups that maybe I'm going to fade them. I will say I'm going to be – I'm going to be very interested in Florida one here tonight because there are a lot of cheap defensemen and cheap lines that I like that don't have a lot of ownership. Uh, so that's, what's going to get me to Florida one. So in my 20 max, I think Florida one's going to be one of my core builds here tonight, just because they're coming in with such low ownership. And I trust my numbers and my build enough to find some cheap stacks, cheap defensemen, what have you um, to get to some Florida one. So I do like them. It's Winnipeg, too, I want to talk about real quickly. Um, Kyle Connor has been playing over 23 minutes a game for six weeks. Like, that is crazy. 20, he's over, I think it's like over the last three weeks, he's getting more, t- more ice time per game than Connor McDavid is in Edmonton. Like, it's absolutely absurd how much Kyle Connor has been playing of late. I really do like that Winnipeg second line going into the second line from Florida. I haven't been able to find anything about, about Sam Bennett yet. So we're going to have to wait um, probably on that a little bit more, but it doesn't matter who the second line center is. Um, I like Connor and Dubois going into them. Uh, And as you know, on the other side, Florida one, as I mentioned, small sample size, but they've been dominant 57% shot share this year. So Florida one, Winnipeg two on the blue line. I wrote up Brandon Montour in the power plays article this morning. Um, I think he makes a lot of sense where you, you know, this could be a high peripherals game. He's been playing 21, 22, 23 minutes with the injury to Gustav Forsling. So I like Montour for his price. Anybody else stick out to you on the blue line here? Not really. I mean, Brendan Dillon, I always like, like if I'm going to play Hellebuck tonight, who I do like at 7,300 on DraftKings, I'll probably pair him with Brendan Dillon just because he blocked some shots, but it's really about it. I do like Montour. And if, Somehow you can spend up for Ekblad with Florida one, which I don't know. Like that's over 30 K for four people that that's pretty spicy. Um, but yeah, I like Ekblad if you can fit him in. Uh, yeah. Maybe Ekblad might be the, it might be the one-off night for Ekblad, like Ekblad yeah. plus Bobrovsky as a two man duo or something like that, I think might be a better play each day. This link will be <laughs> each day. We like to celebrate. The awesome or the winners here at Osmo.com through our Osmo Hall of Fame. And if you'd like to join the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. Twitter, that's Osmo H-O-F. You'll see uh, some screenshots pop up here. D Lenny24 took down 100 k uh, in NBA, that's pretty. That's not a bad night. Uh, see, Z- Z- Zanye, I believe, is his Twitter name. Uh, split uh, first place in NFL uh, Sunday Night Showdown. 
Uh, you'll see first place on Yahoo for the in the from the 50k baller over an NBA. Uh, you'll see Screaming Eagle taking down the NBA dime time. And of course, earlier we talked about Robbie taking down in NHL. So whether it's NBA, whether it's NFL, whether it's NHL, whether you're ship my money playing PGA, uh, we have winners across all sports. So send those winners in to the Osmo Hoff account and you can win a free month of Osmo plus platinum. Just make sure you fit all the criteria on the screen. All right, let's get to these final two games. We have about five minutes to do it. That's plenty of time. Uh, we have Edmonton with a 3.4 implied goal total. They're going into Vancouver. The Canucks have a 3.0 implied goal total. Uh, JT Miller is expected to come back for Vancouver here tonight with Elias Pettersson and Brock Besser. They're going to be a line here. Uh, Tanner Pearson is out for Vancouver. He hit the COVID list. Uh, Ryan McLeod jumping to the top line uh, with Connor McDavid. Some people seem excited about McLeod. He does have some wheels under him. Um, Connor McDavid similarly fast, but Michael Grabner is also fast, and I don't think Grabner would have played well with Connor McDavid. So, what do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, uh, Michael Grabner couldn't hit the net on a breakaway to save his career. But anyway, um, Nugent Hopkins and Zach Cassian also back tonight, and they're expected to be on a line together. If for some reason Edmonton gets down early. McDavid's going to be playing with Nugent Hopkins and Cassian if they if they leave, you know, Fogle, Drysaddle, Pugliarvi together. Unless they just go like, you know, McDavid, Drysaddle, Pugliarvi, and they move Nugent Hopkins up to the second line center. Like, if, like I don't want to conjecture, get in the head of the Oilers coach. I really don't want to. Like, I like my brain cells how they are. But, like, <laughs> if, if I'm going to play Edmonton tonight, I'm just going to do what I normally do. I'm going to power play stack him. I'm going to do, you know, McDavid, Drysaddle, Pugliarvi. I think Nugent Hopkins could be an interesting play, especially if they show in warmups he is starting on the third line, but he's 4,500. I imagine he's going to be on the top power play. I would imagine he's going to move up at some point. So I think getting Nugent Hopkins in at 4,500 is a real interesting play, uh, one off even uh, for the Oilers. So, you know, power play stacking. You want to go to that McLeod, McDavid, Yamamoto? Go for it. Like, I just, I just can't get behind, like, full stacking when it's not a really good combination for the Oilers. So I think, you know, McDavid, Drysaddle, Puyarvi, Nugent Hopkins are the guys that I want to get in in my Oilers combinations. And then on the Canucks side, like Pedersen, Miller, Besser, obviously going to have um, some interest for me. Um, the la- the newest run doesn't have JT Miller on that line, but I imagine they're going to be over, over-owned here, especially because they're not going to get McDavid. They'll probably get Drysaddle, Puyarvi, Fogel, or even like bottom six matchups. Because Bruce, Brucey baby, for some reason, likes his Yuho Lomikos and Tyler Motts of the world to go out against top comp. So, you know, the problem is like Patterson Miller, Besser, 2C, 1 wing on DraftKings, and they're only 15-7. So they're definitely going to be over leveraged because this is a really good spot. But, you know, if you want to go to them, I think there are ways to get different. So Edmonton Power Play, Vancouver won for me from this game. I do like Edmonton power play as well. I wrote up Leon Dreisaitl and Evan Bouchard, both in the power plays article for various reasons, but mostly uh, center around uh, the Vancouver penalty kill, which, you know, bottom 10 or bottom five across every category since Christmas, like they're pretty bad on the penalty kill. So uh, I think Evan Bouchard makes a big difference on that top PP unit. He's by far their best puck mover. Like it's not even close. It is nowhere close 
He is by far their best puck mover. I cannot believe it took this long for him to get the top power play slot. He scored two goals as, yeah. as soon as he gets there. <laughs> First game, he scores two goals on the power play. Oh, my God. I do like the Edmonton power play as well. I don't know if the lotto line is going to be super high owned. Um, just because, you know, it is double centered. It's late news uh, on the slate. People may have their lineups already made, what have you. So, yeah, I'm with you on Vancouver 1. Vancouver 1, Edmonton power play. On the blue line, not a whole lot really sticking out to me. Quinn Hughes playing a lot of minutes of late. Obviously, Evan Bouchard, uh, 4,500. Love him. Anybody else? Like. Why, like, Vancouver going with the three wings, two defensemen on the top power play unit drives me nuts. But, uh, yeah, so Evan Bouchard, that's probably about it. If you want to punt, like, Cody Cece or Duncan Keith, that's fine, I guess. But Evan Bouchard, 4,500, just fine. If you're, if you're playing Edmonton, find the salary to get Bouchard in. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, shows coming up through the rest of the day. Coming up right after us, we have the Yahoo NBA live show with McCarthy and Lamarca, and then our NBA deeper dive and live before lock starting at 530 Eastern with Lafayette and Adam, and then our PGA live before lock with Eric and Ben starts at 8 Eastern. Final game to get through. We'll get through it real quick. Nashville, 3.1 implied goal total going into Seattle. The Kraken at a 2.5 implied goal total. Uh, I'm in on Seattle one here tonight. The Nashville penalty kill has been just absolutely brutal. Uh, the depth hasn't been very good either. Even Nashville one as an entirety is falling off. So the only thing I'm taking out of this game is Seattle one. What do you like, Josh? I like both top lines, but the Nashville Predators penalty kill is top three worst in the NHL. Uh, Seattle one fully correlated coming in at 2% and fairly cheap. They're 12 fours as a stack. I think they will be a sneaky play tonight. Yeah, should mention Nashville top line. Their numbers have fallen off since Christmas. Uh, that's one reason why I'm not super excited. They're literally a break-even line since Christmas. So, yeah, just Seattle won for me out of this game. All right, Josh, we got to get out of here, but I'm going to ask you for your hat-trick picks and your goalies here. My hat-trick pick for tonight is Jesper Bratt, and my goalies are Connor Hellebuck, Philip Grubauer, Laurent Brassois from ba- from Vegas. Who you got? I do like Hellebuck. Um Yeah, Brossois for sure. If you want to spend up, uh, okay, I'll preface this with if Schmid is playing, he's been priced. I like him. Uh, spend up, maybe Matt Murray, but like spending up tonight doesn't really make sense. Um, gonna have to do it. Gonna have to do it. Hat trick pick, Alex Formenton. Oh, there we go. Finally, it finally came through. Alex Formenton <laughs> and Jesper Brad, your hat trick picks for tonight. All right, we're out of here. Uh, NBA uh, coming up next for Tyler Zander, for Josh Harris. I'm saying good luck tonight, everybody, and I believe we'll be back tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.